welcome to the Texas Hemp Show. This is our week four of the Texas Hemp Show. I'm Russell Dowden, publisher and editor of the Texas Hemp Reporter, and um, looking forward to doing our fourth show. How you doing, Jesse? It has been a, a just a hectic week, especially today. Yeah, today was a little hectic. Traffic was insane. Yeah, yeah. We, we got got here, though, and, and got the show going on. And I uh, thought we'd kick that intro off in honor of uh, the late, great Eddie Van Halen. Tragic news that uh, we, the world lost uh, one of the great guitar players of our time there yesterday with, uh, with Eddie Van Halen. He will be missed. Um, week four here as we are in, in the Texas Hemp Reporter. And we are... We are uh, going to be having a call. Our caller is going to call in here in just a second. I'm going to bring him on in just a moment. And um, this was our fourth week. We're preparing. The magazine's going to come out, I think, Friday. It's a new issue of the Texas Reporter. It comes out and will be mailed out to um, Texas, Oklahoma, uh, New Mexico, Louisiana. It's going out to several states, but many states are getting the Texas Hemp Reporter here coming up. It's like a spider web. It's just slowly moving outwards. Yeah, we're starting Catching to flies. We're starting to add these states, but um, we've got uh, a good show today. We had uh, uh, Lee Vernon is is called in here, and we'll get to him in just a second uh, from uh, First Responder Fuel, and then in the second part of the at the bottom of the show, the uh, CEO and co-founder. Uh, Vera Leaf and Risk Scout is Justin Fisher, and we will be talking about the financial aspects of um, compliancy and kind of uh, staying compliant with regards to uh, CBD and your CBD business. And so I don't know if you have ever had, if you've got a CBD business like I do, which is more more along marketing and publishing, you still got to have a financial institution and accept credit cards and all that stuff. And so Vera Leaf will. Um, we'll talk with us about that. But let's bring on uh, Lee Vernon. Uh, Lee is a 27-year retired uh, first responder who started First Responder Fuel in order to provide medical-grade THC-free, THC-free hemp-infused products to first responders and the general public. Lee spent a year traveling the United States to find the highest quality hemp production and extraction processes in order to Bring superior quality products to individuals that are looking for a natural option to improve the overall mental and physical health. First Responder Fuel believes in offering the highest quality hemp-infused products with integrity, honesty, and compassion. Uh, Lee has also been contributing at a writer for the Texas Hemp Reporter since we started back in May. And so... Um, Gotten to know Lee very well uh, recent months, and so glad to have Lee Vernon on from First Responder Fuel. How are you, Lee? Doing good. Thank you for having me. Well, thanks for chiming in on the the podcast this week, and wanted to get you on and and, and introduce what uh, uh, what you your products to the listeners, and then talk about your your work as a first responder, and kind of I guess give us an introduction on. As a firefighter, why was this important for you to start your own brand of uh, CBD and a line of products and, and, and get involved in this hemp industry? Well, uh, what I found out throughout my career is that, you know, unfortunately, that profession, whether you're a first responder as a, as a firefighter, EMS, police officer, nurse, um, you know, nurses 
typically aren't classified as a first responder, but those are the individuals, nurses and doctors, we hand those patients off to. Um, they, they fall under that same category. They're under a lot of the same stresses. But uh, for us on the street, you know, we found that we had a cumulative, what I call, amount of damage that builds up. And it's emotional. It's physical. Um, it often, unfortunately, the way institutions deal with that for first responders is typically feed them pills. Here, take this pill so you can go back to work. And that doesn't take care of anything. That masks the issues involved, especially when we start dealing with injuries. Uh, we look at the suicide rate among first responders, and it's astronomically high. And so for me, I started having those issues. Um, I've got, you know, physical damage from doing that profession for so long with, you know, back injuries that it's never going to get better. Uh, I went down the PTSD rabbit hole, mm -hmm. and it is not a fun place. And so, you know, for me, having to rebound from that, um, typically, when I, what's the first thing I want to do? Put you on pills. Right. And so, you know, for me, I when I retired, I went, there's got to be a better way. And that led me on that journey for a year of visiting farms extraction uh, companies, manufacturing companies, labs of, you know, being a first responder, we don't get to partake in anything cannabis related because, you know, we're drug tested and, and, and rightfully so. But I knew with him, there are options out there that, you know, if I could find the right people that we could guarantee THC free products, that everything else that's beneficial in that plant we would be able to, you know, benefit from. And so when I found that after that long journey, uh, we've now, you know, made first responder fuel. It's endorsed and, and supported by multiple fire departments, EMS agencies. And we got people on it that are now off of those medications that cause the mm -hmm. problems. We're actually seeing them reap the benefits physically, emotionally, and are much healthier and happier, both uh, guys that are on duty still today and retirees. And so for me, that is that was the goal is let's offer a natural uh, alternative that actually addresses the problems that we have. And hemp, um, or what we call top shelf medical grade hemp, not industrial, but medical grade hemp can do that. And um, it, well, it's near and dear. Uh, unfortunately, you know, I, I've lost three friends in the last literally 10 days. Um, and two took their own life and one had uh, died of cancer. And so to me, unfortunately, those were individuals that didn't know about us. Right. So they never had the opportunity uh, to reach out and go, hey, I'm having trouble. I've heard about you. Do you have something that could help? Do you do you have a lot of uh, veterans that you work with too? I mean, I'm 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 very aware that a lot of veterans have these issues, and and I mean, my co-host Jesse's a veteran. I mean, you could probably speak to some of this as well. I mean, guys are guys coming back from war or combat, or you know, absolutely. Um, uh, you know, veterans are no different than first responders. What they're um, you know what they witness and have to endure is really similar to what we do. Um, you know, instead of the war on the battlefield, we deal with the war on the streets. 
and you know it's instead of you know there's that camaraderie and you know you lose your buddy in war whereas on the street it's granted it's it may not be your buddy it's a a, a total stranger but when you look at the cumulative numbers of people and death that we have to deal with you know that adds up and unfortunately then we start losing our friends and our buddies that we work with yeah. um and so as veterans you know a large percentage of first responders are actual veterans they yeah. get that benefit of you served our country and you we you know if the fire service ems and police actually you know entices and encourages veterans we those, those are individuals we want yeah and so you actually yes we so we deal with veterans i deal with veterans that were not first responders as well and they're receiving those you know incredible benefits as well it's, so yes we deal with both it's definitely easy for a lot of veterans to slide from service or being in the military over to first responder service such as like people I served with in the Navy, it's very easy for them to go to a fire department because everybody in the Navy is a firefighter in the end. We all go through a firefighting school. So departments see those types of things and go, hey, we want you. You have that experience. But then you also yeah. recognize, like you brought up, it's like there's these medications that they hand you. They say, here, take this. You've seen all this stuff. Here, this will help you. And the reality is, is sometimes those medications, they cause the problem as well. The side effects that are listed are like, yeah. suicidal thoughts, depression. And it's like, well, I'm wanting to get rid of that, not add on top of it. I need something and that's not going to do that. And unfortunately, uh, what people don't realize is when you start a lot of medications, they're going to cause an adverse reaction of some sort. And then what, what do they typically do? Give you another medication to deal with that reaction. And then down the road, now you got an, another issue to deal with. And then they just compile another pill on top of it. I, I was talking with a, a uh, veteran here the other day. He's currently on 14 medications. Mm -hmm. And a majority of those meds are to combat, combat the effects of all the medications that he's on. And even and beyond... It's just mind-boggling. Even beyond that, even as we take the mental health portion out of it, like I myself, I suffer from rheumatoid arthritis. And when it was being diagnosed in the military, they're like, here let's put you on prednisone. Let's put you on this high dose of a medication that we really don't want to admit it, but studies show it causes psychosis. And then yeah. they go, well, let's add another medication to that. Well, this is causing weight gain. Let's another, add, add another medication and another and another. And it's like, hey, you know, perhaps the initial medication you gave me isn't the right medication and we should change that. And that's never part of the equation in this. No. And unfortunately, you're not addressing the root of your issue and really the root of that issue is we start diving down into our endocannabinoid system and you know we have not fed that for decades because of well we're all brought up oh it war against drugs and it, it just hadn't been taught and really studied and now we're finding out hey we address that we're born with it and a lot of our issues stem from that system not being fed and when we do feed it and give it what it needs to create a state of homeostasis which means everything in the body is running at its optimal level that that it should be a lot of those issues go away and so 
you really have to dig down into the medical side and the science of the body yeah. and really, you know, address what it needs. It's, it's speaking to you. All you got to do is feed it. Well, that's a good topic for you to maybe cover as the endocannabinoid system in another edition of the Texas Hemp Reporter. I thought you've contributed most recently the CBG, the new cannabinoid. Um, that's coming out here tomorrow in the new edition of, of, of the Texas Hemp Reporter. So um, maybe that's a topic you might want to cover is that endocannabinoid system down the road. Sure, absolutely. Well, you also have a foundation that you've created, the Brotherhood of Heroes Foundation. That's a nonprofit 501c3 charity for first responders. And I understand uh, a portion of your sales for uh, first responder fuel products are donated back to that foundation. Is that right? That is correct. Uh, we started that foundation. I guess unofficially, probably four or five years ago, and then finally realized, wow, we're, we're able to help and do a lot of good with our connections and resources. And so we officially got that going about three years ago. And one of the challenges with any nonprofit is keeping it, you know, revenue coming so we can do good. And, you know, now day and age, everybody's being asked to, hey, I need something, I need something, I need something. And people get tired of, you know, I guess donating. They're just tapped out. And so for me, it was, hey, this makes sense. We got a product that actually can help and address so many issues. At the same time, let's take a, a portion of those proceeds of every sale and help support that foundation so we can continue to do good. And I don't have to ask for nearly the amount of handouts. Uh, to support the foundation, it it kind of feeds itself. It's 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 nice little uh, circle of what I call doing the right things for the right reasons, and it it supports each other. Um, so we we've been really proud of that, and so far uh, to date, uh, we've been able to contribute over a quarter of a million dollars to fire departments, EMS, police, individuals. Uh, over really the inception of the foundation when it goes back to prior to it being a full-fledged 501c. Well, stay right there, Lee. We're taking our first uh, commercial break here on the Texas Hemp Show. We'll be right back on the other side. Our guest, Lee Vernon of First Responder Fuel. We'll be right back on the other side. This is the Texas Hemp Show.
Hey guys, be sure to go down and visit our friends Gene and Elsie down at the Green Mountain Flower Company located up there in North Austin. I used to live right up there on Anderson Mill and 183. Green Mountain is right there next to Starbucks. They have all your CBD products that will keep you healthy and in good spirits. I know my wife takes the CBD oils for her lupus and it helps with the inflammation and pain. I know I've tried the pills and some of the teas that they have down there at Green Mountain. Stop by and tell them hello from your friends here at the Coach's Corner in the Horn. Green Mountain Flower. Go by there and see Gene and Elsie. The Bloom Box from BC Northern Lights is the ultimate fully automated indoor growing system. Two chambers provide the user with a propagation area and 32 cubic feet of growing space designed to yield maximum results. Grow Smart technology makes the Bloom Box the most user-friendly model on the market by controlling lighting, watering, CO2 and exhaust for you. The optional touchscreen sensor overload package makes the growing process even easier by controlling temperature, pH balance, moisture levels and more. A wheeled base and lockable doors provide accessibility and security for your plants, while the Bloombox's power-safe technology uses less energy than most common household appliances. Regardless of your experience, the Bloombox will help you take your growing to the next level. Start growing your own today with BC Northern Lights. Since 1938, TPS Lab has been guiding growers of many different crops around the world to making maximum yields and quality and solving difficult field problems with advanced innovative solutions. Hemp Plan offers the most advanced guidance to industrial hemp growers. The purpose of Hemp Plan is for you to realize the highest quality and yields with minimal THC for your crop's genetics by minimizing plant biotic and abiotic stresses. TPS Lab offers many services and options to the industrial hemp grower. Contact Joe at TPS Labs at 956-383-0739. That's 956-383-0739. That's TPS Lab. The Texas Hemp Reporter. News, trends, culture, health. Mail to over 1,000 licensed Texas hemp farmers. And 100% free in over 500 locations in Austin, Texas. Subscribe today at TexasHempReporter.com. Now, back to the show with your host, publisher of the Texas Hemp Reporter, Russell Dowden. All right, we're back. It's the Texas Hip Show. I'm Russell from the Texas Hemp Reporter. Riding shotgun every week is Jesse Williams from the Texas Cannabis Collective. How are you? Start calling myself 12 Gauge now. 12 Gauge? Because I'm riding shotgun. <laughs> you got the, the pump shotgun. No, great having you as the co host here on the Texas Hemp Show. Uh, we're continuing our conversation with Mr. Lee Vernon of First Responder Fuel. And uh, Lee, uh, your First Responder Fuel uses a third party test every batch of oil that's used. Uh, why is that so important for you? Well, you don't want uh, nowadays in age, we see a lot of companies out there that um, 
maybe do in-house testing and that can be manipulated. Uh, and mm -hmm. so we choose to do third-party testing where, you know, they don't have any skin in the game on our product. They're just, they're going to report what's in that batch. And so it, that, that helps with just transparency, knowing that, hey, you're getting an actual vetted, unbiased report. Um, and then something else that we do that, as far as I know, nobody else in the industry does is we go out and do a third-party independent drug testing and on our clients. So we have our clients that take our product, and they will go through a random drug test, uh, and then we publicize those. Obviously, we take the important info out of personal information, but we try to do that every quarter to show that, hey, we got these are men and women taking our products and they are testing clean. And we're big into the Department of Transportation, a five or 10 panel test. That's pretty much standard nowadays. And uh, so we back up our third party testing with a third party drug test as well, just so men and women can have the uh, comfort of knowing that they're not gonna lose their job taking our products. If you don't mind me asking, um, I've understood like drug tests are done and the measurements called like nanograms. On average, what do you see with people who take these THC free products, like the nanogram levels? So far, I mean, on ours, they're, they're coming back with none, uh, but it depends on the test. So, you know, I always tell people, you need to know exactly the test that you're taking. If it's a DOT, Department of Transportation 5 or 10 panel, they're testing specifically for marijuana or mm. THC. Um, if you're taking what's, you know, I guess the best word would be like a general cannabinoid test, then yeah, you're going to test positive because hemp has cannabinoids in there. Right. Uh, but you also can test positive on those tests if you consume a lot of like coconut oil or certain fruits, or uh, foods, vegetable oil, uh, fruits, uh, all have cannabinoids in there as well. So it really is important to know exactly what drug test you're taking. Uh, for first responders across the board, the Department of Transportation regulates first responders, sets the guidelines, licensing, and all that. So they use that standard test, um, and that's the key on that. Know how and what you're being tested for. As a first responder, as I ask as well, um, you know about the roadside test that police officers use. Has your product been analyzed with one of those? I hear it's like, a, it's like it changes color. I, and I don't know which one they're using. I know in Texas, as far as I know, uh, I'm not aware of any. Like Colorado, where recreational is legal, what they're testing for and what they're doing is, is more than likely the cheek swab test. And a cheek swab test is actually testing for, are you under the influence? Oh, let me, let me and, rephrase. Let me rephrase. Not on people, but the product itself. Say, like, you get pulled over and you've got a, right, right. a, a bottle of CBD oil and they want to test the bottle itself with their roadside yeah. kit. So, you know, that, unfortunately, you're, the test is, as of now, that's available to police departments across the nation. There isn't a test that they have that can distinguish between uh, hemp oil and marijuana. 
So that's a big deal because in some places, if you're taking TH or you're taking a hemp product, CBD product, and they tested it very well, it's going to more than likely test positive. Yet there's no THC in it. And that product is 100% legal to own. So they have not, I, I read here about two months ago that somebody has, I guess, perfected a test to distinguish the two. But as far as I know, that has not been vetted, approved, or being used out in the field um, that I am aware of. So, well, yes, you, that's, that's an issue. It's very important, though, that people know about your product because I think that I've read in recent uh, – this year I've read online there were – a gentleman lost his job because he was taking CBD. Uh, and, and the bad thing is he was like almost retiredly, and um, uh, I think he was a, a, a newspaper worker uh, from Dallas or Houston that, that was uh, let go uh, just you know a little before his uh, retirement. But – yeah, it's important that people know about your products because some people are concerned about taking their med- medical, you know, their CBD for health reasons. But, but you know, a lot of it's under that 3%. So they can test positive and, and lose jobs or get lose licenses, certificates. I've seen it. You know, it's been happening uh, already. We've seen that. And so um, it, it's, it's good that you do those secondary tests uh, with first responder fuel. Yes, because if you don't have the third-party testing and you aren't fully aware of where, what you're consuming, um, you are, if it's up to that legal limit, it can accumulate in the body over time and you could potentially fail a test. And so I really strive to people, whether it's ours or anybody, anything that you choose to put into your body, you better damn well know everything about it and Otherwise, it'll bite you. It can bite you really easily. That is the very reason why my own personal item that I have, like my hemp oil extract, I had a provider actually prescribe it because of that very reason. Over time, it's going to accumulate. Even if it's under the legal limit, it's going to accumulate, and it's going to show up on a test. And I go to the VA as a veteran, and the first thing that they'll do when they see that in your test is they're going to say, you are a drug abuser. (laughs) Yes, and we've actually had our clients take the product to their doctors and their doctors have ran tests to make sure, Hey, what is this coming back on? And every single time it has come back 100% clean. So, uh, and that actually was through a veteran here recently, uh, took it to his doctor and they ran it and came back perfectly clean. So it's important to know all that. Our guest, Lee Vernon of First Responder Fuel. In fact, Lee wrote, uh, wrote an article in that last issue with Sid Miller on the cover. That uh, that issue, you had an article, The Facts on CBD, Hemp, and Drug Testing. So that was a lengthy article on on just uh, that subject. That is correct. What, uh, what do you have in planning for, I know you've got this article here that's coming out this week. Uh, on CBD, the new cannabinoid. I wanted to ask, uh, do you have anything in it planned for the the winter issue here that will come out in December in a couple of months? Yeah, I'm working on uh, accumulating, uh, working on basically cancer mm-hmm. and how CBD and hemp and cannabis in itself could help with fighting uh that disease and combating some of the side effects that go with that disease 
So I've actually been working on um, that's another passion. It just like suicide is a huge thing. Mm-hmm. Cancer is probably up there as the number one or two killer next. It's, it goes back and forth with heart disease. But for firefighters, cancer is an enormous problem. Uh, we're 10 times more likely to get some type of cancer because of our career. So that is another passionate thing. And uh, finishing up that article on cancer and some things to consider that may be beneficial when it comes to uh, battling that disease and other diseases um, that cannabis and hemp and CBD could could offer. Well, um, there's always some natural options for uh, appropriating to uh, counter some of these diseases out there, and, and p- people should be definitely aware uh, of that. Uh, I understand you do a little bit of speaking, too, with some conferences. Do you have your – are you doing a podcast, too, of your own? I, I, you were telling me something about this a, a month or two ago. Right now, I know I'm, I'm involved with multiple podcasts uh, with multiple companies, um, obviously, the Texas Hemp Reporter, uh, dealing with the Hemp Tour girls, mm-hmm. um, Battle on the Home Front, uh, Active Duty RX. And uh, so I'm busy with that. I have been on the speaking circuit for yeah, going on six years, mostly in the safety industry. Uh, for We have a medical company that we do training and firefighting training across the globe. So on that but as of this year, before COVID hit, we were on tap to speak at 10 different cannabis conferences on just educating people. So with all of that combined, I am definitely playing with, obviously, I think I need to look at having a, a regular podcast. Um, and so I'll, I'll be working on that and see what we can come up with for 2021. Well, it's good stuff. Uh, Lee, it's about all the time I've got to wrap this segment up with you. But fire off your website and tell tell folks how they can get in touch with you at First Responder Fuel, get your products, and then also tell us how we can you know, find or donate or learn more how to contribute to Brotherhood of Heroes Foundation. Absolutely. You can go to the website, firstresponderfuel.com. Uh, all of our information is on there. Our contact information is on there. Um, email simply Lee, L-E-E, at firstresponderfuel.com. And what we'll do is for all your listeners for the month of October, if uh, they they can use the discount code at checkout of THR, Texas Hemp Reporter, and 20, so THR 20, and they will receive 20% off any order um, for the month of October. And then for the Brotherhood of Heroes, it is just brotherhoodofheroes.org. That website, you can go learn a little bit about us. It's pretty simple. There is a donation uh, button on there that will allow you to donate, and 100% of those donations go directly back to the men and women uh, that we help support. Um, and as far as email, email info, all that's on the website, uh, as well as phone numbers. I answer every email and every call, usually within 24 hours. So Awesome, awesome. Well, thank you so much, Lee. I look forward to your next report in uh, the December issue. And uh, thank you again for your service and, and the great job you do yes. with First Responder Fuel. I very much appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks, Lee. I appreciate you all having me on and would love to contribute some more. Sounds good. We'll we'll see you next time, Lee. Thanks for calling in, buddy. All right, y'all have a good one. All right, there he goes. All right, this is the Texas Hip 
show. And we will take a quick break and come back with our guest on the other side. Uh, that's going to be Justin with Verilis after this. This is more Texas Hemp Show after this. Northern Lights is the ultimate fully automated indoor growing system. Two chambers provide the user with a propagation area and 32 cubic feet of growing space designed to yield maximum results. GrowSmart technology makes the Bloombox the most user-friendly model on the market by controlling lighting, watering, CO2 and exhaust for you. The optional touchscreen sensor overload package makes the growing process even easier by controlling temperature, pH balance, moisture levels, and more. A wheeled base and lockable doors provide accessibility and security for your plants, while the Bloombox's power-safe technology uses less energy than most common household appliances. Regardless of your experience, the Bloombox will help you take your growing to the next level. Start growing your own today with BC Northern Lights. Folks, you know, I've gone through a lot of pains over the last 20 years. My knees, my shoulder, and, of course, that back of mine. Now, I've tried everything, massages, acupuncture, cryotherapy, and finally I found something that really works for me. GreenMountainFlower.com, that's the cure. I've been looking all over the place for something that's going to help me feel good, help me sleep good. Green Mountain Flower has the most powerful CBD oil available. And it's unique, and it really works for me and tons of other people. Now, you'll see all kinds of CBD oils in shops all around the place, you know, the convenience stores and gas stations and places like that but none like green mountain flower and green mountain flower has the most nodule cbd oil retailers right here in austin texas it's natural 100 absorption it's water-based and it absorbs into the body easier it's unique and 100 organic formula and it really has worked give a call today to 512-645-0510 talk to gene or elsie and ask about the great products that they have you'll find them on facebook and online at greenmountainflower.com The producer from BC Northern Lights is a fully automated indoor growing system that lives up to its name. Capable of housing 18 hydro plants, the producer is specially designed for large yields and maximum harvests. GrowSmart technology manages lighting, watering, CO2, and exhaust for you. The optional touchscreen sensor overload package makes the growing process even easier by controlling temperature, pH, moisture levels, and more. A wheeled base and lockable doors provides accessibility and security for your plants, while the producer's power-safe technology uses less energy than most common household appliances. Produce results. Reduce electricity. Incite envy with the producer. Start growing your own today with BC Northern Lights. Texas Hemp Reporter. News, trends, culture, health. Mail to over 1,000 licensed Texas hemp farmers and 100% free in over 500 locations in Austin, Texas. 
Subscribe today at TexasHempReporter.com. Now, back to the show with your host, publisher of the Texas Hemp Reporter, Russell Dowden. the Texas Hemp Reporter. I'm Russell Dowden, publisher and editor of the Texas Hemp Reporter. It's the Texas Hemp Show. The Texas Hemp Show. Yeah, the magazine's the Hemp Reporter. The, it's the Hemp Show here on the podcast. Um, that was cool of uh, Lee going into that last break there, offering the promo code. So um, if you want to check out First Responder Fuel and his products, he's got that promo code that he just offered our, our listeners and readers to enter uh, THR20 uh, for Texas Hip Reporter 20 in the year 2020, I imagine. So, But, yeah, just uh, THR20 if you want to save 20% off. So uh, that's a good way. I may even do that myself just to save 20% and try some of that stuff. One-fifth. One-fifth. 20%. <laughs> 20%. All right. Well, listen, uh, later in the program, I want to talk what we talked off camera a little bit is about getting you've been helping with some of the social media and also getting out uh, the podcast onto these other platforms that we are able to distribute. So we'll talk about some of the distributors after uh, after our guest here. But this is segment here. We're welcoming into the program uh, Justin Fisher, uh, CEO of Veraleaf and um uh, Risk Scout is another company that uh, Justin also does, but CEO and co-founder Justin Fisher of uh, Verily. Welcome to the program. Hey, thanks, guys. How are oh, you guys doing today? Oh, good. Just uh, hanging in there, rocking out our knocking out our fourth podcast of the Texas Hemp Show. Awesome. So uh, glad to glad to have you here as we're uh, in uh, the sixth or seventh day here of uh, October. So uh, things are looking good as the weather cools and. And uh, glad to be doing the podcast, and and love it, loving what you're doing, and your your what you do is very interesting, and and helping out the CBD and hemp industry on a financial sector. And I thought it'd be great to get you in here, Justin, and tell your story. <laughs> yep, working hard and hardly working, right? That's, that's <laughs> well, good stuff, man. Tell us a little bit about your background. I know you're from Texas. You've got a four generation of farmers. Uh, it, it's it, this kind of uh, farming stuff is in your blood, and you, I know you've 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 been in the uh, technology sector and worked with uh, the banking industry. Uh, kind of give us a give us a little bit of a, your background, and and then uh, and then how you got involved in starting and co-founding Veraleaf. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, so native Texan uh, family's from Jim Wells County, which is you know just a little bit north of Corpus Christi. And uh, we had a farm, you know, ever since Texas was a was a state. Um, essentially, German immigrants, and you know, uh, even my grandfather up until about '85 was still planting what he called a garden that's at least an acre and a half. So, um, <laughs> yeah, we we've been in that that industry for a long time. I um, my mom moved us up to Austin, so I kind of got a bit of both flavors. I'd spend all my summers and winters down on the hunting lease or the land, and you know, three channels on television. I'm sure a lot of you guys can, can relate to that and <laughs> just spend a lot of time outdoors and fishing and bay fishing and hunting. 
and almost, you know, I begged my mom not to come back to Austin, right? I don't want to <laughs> go up there. I want to stay down here where it's fun. And, but, uh, you know, prevailing minds and uh, ended up in here and into UT computer science and all of a sudden in the tech boom in the late 90s, right? And yep. realized I like software. So that's kind of how the, the first part of the story starts. Well, you went into uh, technology and got into financing, uh, and and you've stayed in that space now for about twenty years, I understand. And um, recently, have you've made this shift with? Uh, you've got the two companies now that uh, you're in, and Verileaf is your your hemp business. Uh, kind of explain the community and 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 how how Verileaf is is helping the financial institutions stay compliant and and businesses. Uh, in the hip space in the industry here in the United States. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I keep that 20 years on the download, though, Russell. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh. Right, okay, right, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so yeah, so, um, you know, I basically came out of, uh, of UT and started working in bank software and got to meet all these community banks and, and, and usually community financial institutions, banks and credit unions across the country. And, man, back in the late 90s, 15,000 of them. You know, they've kind of reduced to about 10,000 across the country, but – got to do all kinds of software and it was with, with a really progressive company uh, that went public, one of Texas's biggest IPOs in 2014. Anyways, shortly after that, um, one of my financial partners said, hey, have you seen what's going on in, um, in cannabis banking on the THC side? And so I said, no, I mean, we're in Texas. We don't have a lot of a THC. And they said, well, we'll take a look at this. And shortly figuring all that out, I realized basically these, you know, these, four, these business owners that were on the THC side and then ultimately hemp and CBD, they were struggling to find banks, right? Mm-hmm. You know, why is this? Especially when the 2018 Farm Bill came out. But even before that, you had, you know, essential legal legality with, with the pilot program, right? Uh, I mean, still, North Carolina has 5,000 pilot licenses, right? So you had this, you know, sort of ubiquitous hemp business, but the banks were not, were not going after it. So I started looking into it, found in a couple of really great bankers who – were, were, you know, salt of the earth, kind of kind of like where we come from. Um, and they said, you know, we're going to bank this. This is legal. We're going to do it. And the short story is it takes a lot of paperwork and a lot of pieces for them to make sure they feel like, you know, the risk is mitigated on their side, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and everyone knows that short story is there's never been a crop that you can put in the ground that is legal and then can grow illegal. Even if you're growing, you know, the marijuana THC product today, you know, you, you got a permit and you're covered. Hey, THC goes up, great, you celebrate, right? But in this product, <laughs> exactly. yeah, with the, right? Yeah, that's a that's a very good point. I mean, there's no other crop that, if it or if it genetically does its own thing, you're you're you, you're screwed. You don't hear tomato farmers going, "Oh man, my tomatoes are too big to sell this year." Right? <laughs> yeah, my pumpkins yeah. are too yeah, big. That, 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 yeah, that guy with the pumpkin that's on the back of the trailer is like, man, I hope the DA doesn't get me now, right? Yeah, he's not worried about a getting shut down well I, you know i don't know how that is that is a sad truth to to the hemp industry is you know with with regards to the the three percent um but i want to talk about you know why it's so difficult getting banking and payments in the cbd and hemp space for some of these financial institutions when i opened up my bank account with a a, a bank in texas from texas i won't say it in name for the show, but I, I opened up an account for my hip magazine, and uh, they kind of looked at me a little crazy, you know, Jesse. They were like, uh, you know, hey, I don't know what is this about, and then you know they realized, well, as I told them, you know, no, this is I'm going to be doing business with the industry, but I don't handle hemp. 
I'm a, I'm a, a media company just like my other businesses are. Just a publisher. Yeah. So you know, yeah. They, they they but they kind of you know they really they really looked me up and down uh, you know Justin to to kind of you know consider my account, um, but but it is a hard and I I have an account with Square that I my Square account got uh, pulled after doing the mm-hmm. Texas Hemp Reporter for a little while and I'm using a, an alternative right now. But it's still not the this. I still haven't figured this out with my own business what I'm going to be doing because I'm kind of using PayPal invoice right now until I find something. So I guess I'll just yeah. uh, how why is Russell? It so, yeah, like mm-hmm. yeah, like with, with just today we go to renew our our payroll company right. It's a it's an online payroll company and they tell us that we're a marijuana company. And we're like, did you even look at our website? <laughs> like, like we don't we don't even like we're not even anywhere close. We don't even accept any money. But so here's the issue. Um, the issue is banks and credit unions and even insurance and really any government government regulated um, financial product has oversight groups, right? Um, they can be federal and they can be state. And I'm not going to bore you with all the acronyms, but there's about, yeah. I don't know, 10 different groups. <laughs> there right? is, there is. And so, yeah. And so what it comes down to is the two or three of those groups who come in every, you know, two times a year, sometimes four times a year to look at your your uh, operations at a bank, it comes down to what they're saying, right? And those are called examiners. And the trouble is that the examiners, which we'd actually barely, we actually have a head of compliance who we see an examiner. She's actually training everybody, all these examiners, FDIC, FFIC, all those acronyms. She's training them across the country so that they learn, so that we can help this industry. But bottom line is they come in and they go, ooh, well, that him. You know, I heard it's all rumor stuff like, well, how do you know it's not a cartel? And how do you know that they're doing the right thing? And, you know, how do you know that they're not selling one acre of that is THC, right? Same with CBD. How do you know on those shelves that that product is not THC, right? And the banker's like, I don't know. I, I just trust my farmer. I've been, he's been with me for 30 years. Why would he, you know, he's, he's got a license. Well, yeah, but that's not, you know, that's not really enough. And so basically they're scared and, and looking at risk mitigation because they don't really know. And it's, yeah. You know, it's not new to us, but it's pretty new to them. It right? is. It is. And it's a gray area. And, you know, you've got the BC, uh, the BSA, the Bank, Bank Secrecy Act and anti-mundering, mm-hmm. uh, money laundering uh, laws in place. And these financial institutions, it's so gray that they really are scared to touch this, this I, topic. I, I think an issue with the thinking that's going on there is you don't see a bank looking at a liquor company going, or you, are you sure you're not having a moonshine still behind the behind the barn back there? <laughs> They're not doing the same questioning yeah. for that. Yeah. And it, well, it, it's new. And I think, but that's it, a great point. It, you're, yeah, you're about seven or eight years probably. I mean, maybe five years with hemp and CBD, but you're, you're, you're still a good half a decade away from walking into a regular bank and going, oh, yeah, I know liquor store. That's one of my types. By the way, there's 45 higher-risk business types that a bank has to do, usually has to do other things. And alcohol is one of them, but not to the same extent, obviously, as what we're seeing with hemp and CBD, right? Yeah, it seems a little... So, so what are they... So what does your service offer these banks? And tell us uh, tell us what, what these financial institutions can relax about now that Veraleaf's here. Exactly. So great. So we, we, we have Veraleaf, and what Veraleaf does is we actually help um, the businesses. So your cultivators, your processors, really anybody in the space, even you guys having trouble with banking, mm-hmm. we help you to prepare and get resources for free and then connect to some of our banks. And our banks run on a platform called Risk Scout. 
right? That's our other mm-hmm. other company, our sister company. And basically what Riscout is, is we took our, you know, regulator compliance person and all of our product and development people and said, let's, let's do, let me pause for a second. You remember 15 years ago when you do a mortgage app and you'd walk into a bank and, you know, you're opening up your folder and you're sweating it and you're pulling out your payroll stuff. And you're like, oh man, hopefully, you know, I can do 15% down, but you know, you got that stack of paper, right? Mm-hmm. Um, nowadays I did two mortgage apps for my house this year and I did them both on the phone, right? They asked me a couple <laughs> questions, but I did almost all of it on the phone, turned it to the side and I signed it. That's mm-hmm. very similar to what we do for both you as the business on risk out, but also for the bank, what we do is once that application comes in, we make sure and help them with services and the, and the application flow so that they can make sure that they track the right things. And, and we have banks that are like, hey, Justin, that's great. Well, I want to do 120 questions. We're like, well, that's, that's way overkill. <laughs> and so we counsel them to say, hey, you know, an average is about 40 questions or so, you know, and 20 of those are going to be, you know, what kind of business are you, you know, your formation paperwork, your documents. So Really, it's then about, well, are you a processor? Okay, you're a processor. What kind of biomass? You know, some, some pretty basic things about your cycles and stuff. So we, we try to get them set straight into a more reasonable pattern. And just, just pause that for a second. So you've got the banks way on the end of the spectrum, and then you have the banks on the other end of the spectrum. And then um, one of my bankers calls them the ignorant competition. This is the one bank that you got to watch out for. Because if you're a business and you walk into them, it could be where you're banking today, and you're happy, you know, they're not charging you any fees, they're not asking you any questions, and you're like, man, this is great. Then you end up like this Christmas tree farm in Camden, in, in, in uh, New Jersey, who basically came in on a Friday morning after a 10-year relationship with their bank. The bank gave them coffee and then said, here is a check and all your assets, please go. And the, the customer, they're like, well, wait, wait, what are we talking about? Well, you're a hemp business. Well, we have a half acre of hemp. The people grind up to put in coffee, but we do pumpkins and Christmas trees. That's our business. That's 90% of our revenue. Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, by the way, we're going to recall your $20,000 loan. Stay right there, Justin. Justin, Justin, stay right there. We're going to talk about this more on the other side of this break. We'll be right back with more Texas Hemp Reporter. Hey guys, be sure to go down and visit our friends Gene and Elsie down at the Green Mountain Flower Company, located up there in North Austin. I used to live right up there on Anderson Mill and 183. Green Mountain is right there next to Starbucks. They have all your CBD products that will keep you healthy and in good spirits. I know my wife takes the CBD oils for her lupus and it helps with the inflammation and pain. I know I've tried the pills and some of the teas that they have down there at Green Mountain. Stop by and tell them hello from your friends here at the Coach's Corner in the Horn. Green Mountain Flower, go by there and see Gene and Elsie. The Bloom Box from BC Northern Lights is the ultimate fully automated indoor growing system. Two chambers provide the user with a propagation area and 32 cubic feet of growing space designed to yield maximum results. Grow Smart technology makes the Bloom Box the most user friendly model on the market by controlling lighting, watering, CO2, and exhaust for you. The optional touchscreen sensor overload package makes the growing process even easier by controlling temperature, pH balance, moisture levels, and more. 
A wheeled base and lockable doors provide accessibility and security for your plants, while the Bloombox's power-safe technology uses less energy than most common household appliances. Regardless of your experience, the Bloombox will help you take your growing to the next level. Start growing your own today with BC Northern Lights. Since 1938, TPS Lab has been guiding growers of many different crops around the world to making maximum yields and quality and solving difficult field problems with advanced innovative solutions. Hemp Plan offers the most advanced guidance to industrial hemp growers. The purpose of Hemp Plan is for you to realize the highest quality and yields with minimal THC for your crop's genetics by minimizing plant biotic and abiotic stresses. TPS Lab offers many services and options to the industrial hemp grower. Contact Joe at TPS Labs at 956-383-0739. That's 956-383-0739. That's TPS Lab. The Texas Hemp Reporter. News, trends, culture, health. Mail to over 1,000 licensed Texas hemp farmers and 100% free in over 500 locations in Austin, Texas. Subscribe today at TexasHempReporter.com. Now, back to the show with your host, publisher of the Texas Hemp Reporter, Russell Dowden. All right, welcome back to the Texas Hemp Show. I'm Russell, publisher of the Texas Hemp Reporter. And our guest this hour is uh, Justin Fisher, CEO and co-founder of Risk Scout and Veraleaf. And uh, if I am a business getting into needing into needing a good banking or a processor, uh, what do I do to get my banking uh, situation figured out, Justin? Right, so best thing you can do is make sure first of all you're operating as a organized and legitimate business i mean i I know that sounds funny but make sure your license is in order make sure your details in order you got your formation paperwork and then um, you need to find a bank that actually is talking about a bank or processor that's that's talking and friendly about hemp and cbd right and if you do a little bit of searching you can find it we also have a, a community directory uh on the on the website and some forums that are private made for businesses but you can find any of our banks. It doesn't cost you anything. I know there's some guys out there charging people for that. We just we have banks as customers, and we want to make sure their programs are open to them businesses. So you can find them off our website at verily.io. But biggest thing is think compliance. Think about what they're thinking on the other side of the table, right? Um, you, you're somewhat going into a you know a dating exercise here, and you, you want to make your best impression, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I and I hate that it's, it's that way, but it is that way for a while, and the banks aren't really competing for you yet you know um you're competing to get in there so the best thing you can do is be organized and be be compliant focused right mm-hmm. um you can even bring pictures of your operation that helps a lot um a lot of those things are going to have to come and do an on-site look but if you've already got pictures and details then you know maybe they won't have to do that right maybe they'll speed your, your process up um also be clear about your timeline say hey i was at this bank and 
they're kicking me out or I've got to leave in three weeks and, um, you know, I've got my deposits I need to move over. Can you help me out with, you know, the timing? Um, some of these banks can take four to six weeks. So talk to them about that and be upfront. And, you know, the banks that I'm talking about will, will, will understand, you know, they'll, um, they'll be more, a little more empathetic to your situation. What do you think the timeline is for, um, I know you kind of alluded maybe five years. We're five years away from these financial institutions being a little more open. Um, I don't know how um, liquor worked in prohibi- post-prohibition era uh, with financing and banking, but, uh, uh, you know, it's it takes it's a learning curve, I think, for the financial institutions. Yeah, it, it really will be. Um, before you see it sort of, you know, in ubiquity, right? Like before you see as many banks as you see CBD stores, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be about five or six years. Uh, but you're going to see more and more, I'm already seeing here in Texas more and more banks who are reaching out to us and saying, hey, we want to do the right thing. We want to do this and not, not have to kick people out. Um, so it's already improving. And I think that's that's because of the amount of licensees we've already seen this, this you know, this year. Yeah. Um, I mean, we're only up in the program in March. Louisiana opened about the same time, and they've only got under a couple hundred, right? I think we're at, as you all know now, like 850, something yeah, like that, yeah, it's 900? Yeah, just, just shy of 900 right now, actually. Uh, yeah, so, so it's, I it's think the banks are seeing more more of that. Mm-hmm. Um, fire off the website and just let everybody know any uh, any other information. I, you know, I, I frequently I visit your website once a month, maybe twice a month, and I just go in there to see if there's a new article educating the community about uh, what you guys do. And, and I, I really enjoy when you guys contribute to the magazine too, because I think that that financial sector, with regards to hemp and CBD, is 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 great. Uh, content for the magazine and so uh there's there was something interesting on the website that came out last week or the week before mm-hmm. yeah uh, we try to we try to put out more articles around the subject that we just talked about but the latest things you're going to start seeing in the next couple of weeks are payments and um and loans those are two hard hard spots still right like you just yeah. said before the break right yeah it's it's a bit of a challenge and i will tell you I have a lot of people in your situation using QuickBooks mm-hmm. or some kind of integrated tool, mm-hmm. and they're like, hey, I just lost my payment. Those are a little more challenging. Um, you know, Square had some bad issues in the summer with holding back payments for some of what they called, um, I guess, shady businesses. I don't know how they, they characterized it, but they were holding back this disbursements, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I do have a couple of good payments providers. Um, you know, you don't want the one in Russia. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> um, you know, you, you, you don't want the one doing what's called transaction washing. If you've never heard that term, what it means is, hey, you know, Russell, you sell a book and then your hemp is free. No, don't do that. That is fraud, right? <laughs> yeah, that's so, fraud. Well, well, I, you know, I have, uh, I've been currently using uh, PayPal invoice and it seems to be working fine, but I know that PayPal sent out an email recently saying that some of the terms were going to be changing. And, uh, and uh, I looked into the fine print on all of those terms to make sure it wasn't anything CBD hemp related with the, with those terms. It had something to do with uh, another, another, uh, Wells Fargo is actually what uh, that had to do with their changes on their, their, their legal um, bylines there. But um I'm I'm still trying to find a processor for this stuff for for for, for taking ad, ad, magazine advertising. So it's very uh it's very uh, challenging to still find uh, one of them that my bank referred me to. Clover reviewed my application, uh, Justin, and I didn't get apl- approved. Wow! Did so, they tell you why? No, no, they just said they didn't mm-hmm. want to. 
didn't want to jack with me. <laughs> so I, wow. I'm still looking for a processor uh, myself on this. So uh, fire off the websites, Justin, and, and let people know how uh, they can get in touch with Risk Out as well as uh, Veraleaf. Yeah, absolutely. So for the businesses, um, your best bet is Veraleaf, V-E-R-I-L-E-A-F dot I-O. And right on there, there's a section for businesses. There's, like you said, there's a whole community resources. There's a forum. Um, you know, people are talking about seeds and all kinds of stuff. But in there is the banks that we work with, and we can help you match them. And, again, that, there's no cost to you guys for that. And then if you know a bank or maybe you're banking with your bank and you, um, you feel comfortable talking about it, I will warn you, if your bank has not talked about him for CBD and you walk in going, hey, why don't you guys use Risk Out? They might go gray and they might kick you out. So just be careful. <laughs> um, but you want to make sure you understand their disposition or, you know, you're talking to the board or who, whoever, you know, you got, you got the inside track. But if your bank needs help, riskout.com is our, is our site. And, uh, you know, the name, by the way, was based off of the old Texas sort of settling of, uh, of, of the land, right? You know, you'd send a scout out mm-hmm. and they'd look for resources and they'd look for any kind of danger. And, uh, and then they'd bring the settlers in and they'd start, you know, start, start doing their thing. Well, that's coming from the fourth generation of the farmer uh, staying true to his roots there. Yeah, exactly. With, with risk yeah. out. So we're, just, we're just here to help, man. I mean, you know, the, I, I tell people this. The final thing I'll tell you here is, like, my dad, who's, you know, he's in his late 60s. He's like, well, I got those 80 acres down there not doing anything over Christmas. He was like, man, I'm seeing hemp inside a Home Depot for flooring. He's like, let's do this thing. And I'm like, well, hold your horses. <laughs> First of all. Make sure you know the crop and, you know, you want to grow the crop, know where you're selling it, all the, all the great, you know, feedback you guys give everybody. But also, you, do you know, you know, security and compliance and some of these other things because there are still places and pockets in Texas where, you know, people don't know, law enforcement doesn't know. So, you know, be educated, do the right thing, especially on your banking, you know, understand your compliance and your organization and, you know, you should be all right. Well, good stuff from the CEO and co-founder of Riscout and Veraleaf, Justin Fisher. I appreciate your time, buddy. Thank you, guys. All right. Thank you. All right. Thanks again. There he goes. That's Justin with uh, uh, Vera Leaf. And uh, I got to go over there and talk to him more about figuring out who's going to be my processors for my cards because I I still don't have that figured out yet Um, because I don't use Square anymore. These businesses will will catch on when some major player has, like, money withheld – and then all of a sudden, the country's like, how dare you? We're going to yank our money from your institution. And they're like, whoa, 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 wait a second now. Yeah. Hold your horses. Let's, let's, let's talk about this calmly. We'll take care of this. That, that's definitely happened with PayPal in the past, that, that very type of thing. Yeah, and I, I, I'd come unglued if they wouldn't let me make my deposits. So I've got to figure something else out because I don't want to be at the mercy of uh, PayPal. Uh, let's talk about um, – We're on Spotify. On Spotify. Yeah, we're on Spotify. We're on Spotify. All right. We're on Apple Podcasts as well. Yeah, thank you for what you've been doing. Uh, Jesse's been uh, helping us with getting the podcast out to the distribution channels. And so um, I have been busy with the deadline in the magazine. I I have a little more time next week to kind of help out with any more of that stuff. But you're good at this stuff. And so we're on Spotify. Yes. And Texas Hemp Show. All you got to do is search Texas Hemp Show. And everything's okay with um, – I picked the, the platform I went with was Transistor. Uh, Transistor FM. FM. And that, that seems to – I thought it was, it was just something different. I liked that the amount of downloads that you could get for the tiers of packaging was like way up there. It was like, you know um, – so that was one of the appealing things about going with Transistor. And I didn't find 
um, that I liked um, a couple of the others. Um, Anchor, I have a I have a podcast thing with Anchor, and if you do, you know the monetization part of the show is a little catchy when you get in with them because then you got they get to do insert their own commercials on top of your stuff and I didn't want to keep I wanted to keep that clean so I had to figure this out like I had never done this mm. and I was like I got to figure this out I got to figure out how to get this on Apple there's got to be a way that I don't have the contact contact for 30 people to do this <laughs> and when you start googling it the problem is is like there's 30 companies out there that are like we can get you on Apple don't you worry we'll get you on Spotify and I'm like, well, my, the, the company we're with says they, they, they're very upfront. Transistor is very upfront about we will mm-hmm. auto-publish the Spotify for you. And it's like, okay, well, how do I get this over to Apple? And Apple, it turns out, it's what they really want is an RSS link. Yeah, they just want you to have the RSS link. That, that... So I, I dug around the Transistor site, like Googled for that. They're like, oh, the link is right here. I'm like, all right, <laughs> let's go put it over and submit this. So we're our transistor page is uh, hempshow.transistor.fm, I think. I believe so. And then there's other ones that you just could search us. You can search uh, uh, Texas Hemp Show, though, and, and you'll, you should be able to find you the can podcast. Eat, or you can go to texashempreporter.com. And, po- the and, podcast is kept there as well. And on our um, our social fo- Facebook. I'm, I'm, and I put a link out there actually every week for Twitter, too. So, uh, But it's also on our, our Facebook and social media. So... Uh, good stuff there. Um, who do we got next week? I didn't bring that sheet in. Um, I think it's oh Coleman. I say like, hopefully it's Coleman Hempel. Yeah, Coleman Hempel's coming. Yeah, I think Coleman wants to come in. We may have to do another mic setup if he wants to come in with us. So um, we're open to that. Three's company. Uh oh, no, we can make that work. I think I think we can make that work. Um, all right, well uh, we'll go ahead and start wrapping this thing up. I, I threw a couple of. Eddie Van Halen in this week. Uh, hearts go out to the Van Halen uh, family, and uh, just yeah, I grew up on Van Halen, man. I, I love both. I, I mean, I'm a David Lee Roth guy, but we had this I, discussion. I, 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 and we had this off air. This discussion. Sammy Ham Hagar is not a bad singer. <laughs> He's just not my preferred singer. I'm a I'm a David Lee Roth guy too, but I. I I grew up on both, so hey, good stuff from uh, them. I thought we'd throw them into the show, and and uh, and yeah, just uh, more Texas Hemp Reporter magazines coming out later uh, this week, and um, that'll be good for all of October and November, and um, and then uh, we'll put another one out at the end of the year. But thank you for tuning in, guys. This was po- podcast number four of the Texas Hemp Show. Uh, final thoughts, uh, just anything want to share? Everything's off my mind now that we talked about Spotify. I'm like, I want to push that. Yeah. Subscribe. Check, check us out and subscribe to the podcast, guys. We appreciate you tuning in. And uh, we'll be uh, here next week with Colt, Colt Coleman Hemphill at the Texas Hemp Industry Association. And then, of course, thank you to Jake and Wham over at uh, Takeoff Terminal Studios here in Austin where we record our podcast every week. So if you're interested in... Uh, doing something like this or uh, getting a you're you got an artist that you want to put on the uh, uh, get a CD done Jake does that stuff too take off terminal dot studio take off terminal dot studio is the website that's right and we got that correct this time most definitely (laughs) all right thanks for tuning in guys Texas hip reporter we'll see you next week with our friends from the Texas hip industry association